Having quick Asia number five. He spent 2.6 million US on a tuna last week. Oh, and the cat's wearing a little bow tie. Welcome back to another episode of the Captain Bagman Podcast, where we're on a mission to fight boring news about Asia and Australia. It's a tough job, Liam. It is a tough job. <laughs> you, you sounded confused. <laughs> you sounded confused when you said Asia and uh, what country are we going to get? Where am I? We're in, uh, we're in downtown. Chinatown. In uh, Australia, in Sydney. <laughs> yeah, and today we're going to do Unexpected Asia number five. Number five. Wow. That's a lot. I know. Seems like a lot. I know. I don't know how the hell we got to number five so quickly. Yeah. It's hard to imagine number yeah. six. But we, uh, we're we doing it for 30 minutes instead now because, you know, yeah, people's shorter. attention span is... I guess, yeah. 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 I mean, my attention span is just gone completely. Yeah. I'm like a goldfish. So that's um, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. But before we start, I've got some reviews. Reviews? Yeah. Of, of Captain Bagrat oh, from right. um, okay. fans. I thought you were going to say, like, reviews of the latest... <laughs> Latest movie? Latest vacuum Film? cleaner. <laughs> Maybe you do. I'm glad. I'm gl- no. No. What's that? No. I'm glad. I'm, okay, good. From, from the from the podcast? From podcast. Yeah, so we're on um, Apple Podcasts or those who have an older iMac that's still iTunes we're all we're also on that as okay, well cool. depending on what you have and um, this is a this is a funny one so uh, we've got these guys are funny what a great duo I fell off my chair laughing chickens butt cheek <laughs> is that like in the is that their name or is that that's the name okay. that's the name of the person who wrote they, it I'm guessing they didn't fall off the actual chair yeah and then uh, we've got um, humor with a purpose Love this podcast. Madam Chen is the best. <laughs> well, thank you. Aww. Did you write that? <laughs> I didn't write honest, that. Did no, write no, that? no. <laughs> Apparently, I'm intelligent, interesting, and super fun with a, I don't know, is that a witty face? I can't. Sarcastic I, face? I, it looks like a, yeah, I guess. <laughs> a squinty face? Like a, I don't know about it. Oh, well, thanks for that. Cool. It's Chats Faz. That's who we wrote. And um, we got Ducky7979 who wrote, Haha, bag rat equals kangaroo. Well, obviously, he got the joke. That, yeah, that's correct. Or this yeah. duck got the joke. The duck. <laughs> the duck. <laughs> the duck got the joke about the kangaroo. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Give me more like episode two, Empowering Asian Man. Woo. Yeah. Is that the name of the episode? <laughs> no, that was an episode two. Should it be Empowering Asian Men? <laughs> Not man. I don't know what the actual... Men? Men. Men. M-E-N. Oh, right. Men. Yeah, men. Okay, so that's okay, my pronunciation. Right. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> so talking about bromances and men, do you have anything from the your supreme leader from I do North have Korea? Something from the, from the, how did you know? <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe it's Lucky a common yet. theme. Um... No photos this time. Oh, I'm disappointed. Uh, so, so I can't criticize the lack of the high quality images. Um, <laughs> Higher pixels. But uh, North Korea has basically said that uh, United States and South Korea are dreaming if they think that President Donald Trump sending a birthday message would get the leader, Kim Jong-un, mm-hmm. back to the negotiation table. Dreaming. So Donald Trump has sent him like a happy birthday message like the leader of Kim Jong-un that's so, nice you know we all know that Donald Trump Kim Jong-un have this like romance going on yeah right? um but yeah North Korea's come back and said look you can you guys can be friends but that's not going to change any negotiations um and, and over Christmas actually North Korea threatened to provide America with a Christmas and this is their words inverted commas gift <laughs> <laughs> which uh which US officials speculated could be a nuclear w- weapon so um <laughs> 
luckily they didn't get America didn't get its gift. Gift. From yeah. Trump. Um, and like Donald Trump's gift to Kim Jong Un, you know, went unanswered. So. Okay. A bit of a frayed relationship. Well, I'm intrigued by gift because it <laughs> could be anything. With <laughs> really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, nothing. All right. Well, has anyone answered your uh, no, email? No, email answers, no. no. To be fair, like, I'm probably ought to watch this for that. Well, I hope he gives you a gift. I hope that <laughs> I get the gift of high-quality, high-resolution images of Kim Jong-un riding a horse in the snow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that would be the per- – I didn't get that for Christmas, and I wish I did, but uh, maybe next year, you know. Maybe I'll just maybe do I'll, one up for you and maybe say <laughs> – Maybe I wasn't good enough. Well, I'm going to bring it back to our shores, Australia. All the way to Tasmania. Lovely place. Indeed it is. It's a beautiful place for those who've been there and haven't been there. I haven't been there, so but I assume it's beautiful. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. And um, so I picked this one because um, they spotted one fat and healthy king penguin. Just one. Just one. Right. Yeah, so he's he's strayed. He's a king penguin. So, so they're from Antarctica, right? Yeah, usually okay. they're hanging around in Antarctica or there's like another island between Tasmania and Antarctica. Apparently it's like it's a... Heard island. Uh, Macquarie Island oh, as well. Macquarie, yeah. 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 Apparently it's like a utopia. There, there are um, lots of penguins, four, four million apparently, uh, species of king, royal, gentoo, southern rock hopper, and hookers, hookers sea lions, I meant, okay. <laughs> as well as <laughs> um, elephant seals and fur seals. Okay, cool. Yeah. So lots of seals and penguins and cold things. Yeah, cold things, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. But this one has strayed and landed on Seven Mile Beach over in Tasmania, and the wildlife experts were really concerned. They're like, oh, my God, why is this one singular penguin doing here? Maybe it's trying to take over Tasmania. I mean... <laughs> They're yeah, the... but <laughs> probably not, but maybe. Yeah, yeah I mean, this the second largest penguin species. Um, so this is the third time they've actually spotted penguin um, on Tasmanian shores, which is very uncommon. So that everyone gets excited and they, and they uh, you know, there's all these conspiracy theories. So they think well, there's two main reasons that he just, because he's considered fat, they think he's being well fed. And right. so he just got lost along the way. Okay. Hopefully he'll be Makes back sense. home. I get mm. lost when I'm well fed. That's right. You know, you, you swim ashore and you chase, you're chasing, you know, fish and they take you to Tasmania. Yeah. Uh, or they, they think that he's actually shedding his um, feathers. Okay. Yeah. So there hasn't been an update since. So, at, well, well, on this stay day. Stay tuned, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. A, that must be a long way for a penguin to swim. I think so. I don't know the normal penguin swimming Distance, distance but, but that's quite a bit to yeah. be. Oh, the fact that this is only Cross third penguin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I loved it how in this um, ABC news article, the word "fat" got mentioned three times. Good. That's, that's <laughs> it. But is it really like? Do they? Is it actually a fat penguin, or is it like a fat? Like the penguins are just fat. Like they're just chubby. Because I know that penguins are pretty chubby. Especially anyway. the king ones. Yeah. yeah because they're, they're like they need a lot of fat mm. to keep the, the cold out. That's right. And when you're swimming. In and yeah. also they've got like I think their feathers also really insulating. That's right. Yeah. So is it actually a fat penguin or is it just? Well, however they put it, you know how when you call someone fat in the human species, it's actually like an insult. Well, yeah, but in the penguin world, being called fat is a a positive thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can see how that that would Mm. make sense, yeah. Better for survival. Yeah. Cool. Well, in animal-related things... Taiwan, you know, the, the president of Taiwan. I don't know. I, I'm well, I don't know personally. Don't know. Okay. <laughs> really? Um, I, I 
it's, uh, it's like it's, uh, her name's like Tsai Inwen or something like oh, that. Oh, it's a female, is it? Yeah, okay. it's a lady. Yeah. Cool. Um, so she put up a poster for her election campaign because mm. there's Taiwanese elections coming up. Uh, and it's just her. And I've got a photo to show you. Everyone else, you're going to have to go look this up. Google. But it's her with her cat. Oh, and the cat's wearing a little bow tie. Yeah, it's adorable. Oh, my God. It's, it's, a, it's a tabby cat. Yeah. Oh. So it's just, yeah, it's, the poster is, it's, it's, I mean, got Chinese writing, which oh. we, you know. But then underneath that, it's, it's just her with the cat. Oh, it's like a family portrait. Yeah. Beautiful. So not that exciting, but I just mean, I think, I thought it was cute. But can you imagine Scott Morrison with his cat? Well, or that's the thing, one. no. But maybe he should do that. I mean, you know. Or a dog. You know, most Australian political leaders, you know, getting shot down in recent years for being, you know, pretty bad in the public eye. Maybe they should post photos of themselves with pets. Hmm. Probably not a bad idea. And, you know, dogs are loyal, so maybe that's a, probably a good campaign. <laughs> that's not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's not terrible. All right. Um, I've got a, a cool, empowering one. Okay. All right. So over in Bangladesh, they just held their first female body a bodybuilding contest. Cool. Women. Yeah. yeah. So Bangladesh, which I didn't know at the time, or well, until I read this, is 90% a Muslim-majority nation. Yeah. I didn't know that. I I just assumed. Oh, okay. Yeah, ninety percent. Yeah, so this is like a big thing because you know, obviously in bodybuilding, you you don't wear a lot of clothes, right? Yeah, because yeah, you see women in bikinis. However, because of um, the the nation is Muslim majority, that they had to make some changes. So yeah. the thirty the thirty um, ladies wore tight leggings and body hugging outfits. Right. So they're still, they're still Muslim. Like they're still right. wearing like the outfit. Like, yeah. Like the full covering, but they've just got really tight fitting clothes. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. Technically, they're not exposing any part of their body. I mean, technically, yeah. <laughs> technically. <they're> not... <laughs> you just have to use your imagine, imagination to say, all right, yeah, I can that's... see where the muscle definition is there. <laughs> but that would be like doubly impressive because it's like you can show mm. off your muscles while still having that clothing. Exactly. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so they're able to let women finally, you know, compete and, and you know, uh, so they think this is a big landmark uh, event. So now it's going to be uh, promoting other women to stay healthy, to go to the gym, and that, you know, just because you're in a Muslim country and you always have to be covered up, this is what you can wear and you can continue to, you know, comp- compete and also um, to show that, you know, yeah. it's acceptable. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Good it on. creates jobs as well. I, yeah, yeah, true, true. Good on, Bangladesh. Um, I have uh, some Japanese ones. Hit I have me. Several, but we'll start with a bit of a sad one. Oh. Um, so some hikers in California, the second highest mountain in California. Which they, I don't even know where that is. Uh, it doesn't matter. They, <laughs> <laughs> California's on the West Coast. Congratulations. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, they found a skeleton. Oh, of an so animal like, or oh, a, human a human? Yeah, so they're just walking along and they found a, a human skeleton. Oh. Anyways, everyone's confused as to why this is a skeleton on the top of a mountain and obviously everyone went to a wall homicide or something. Yeah. Um, but the police immediately said, well, it's been there for a long time. Anyway, so they've done some digging and they've just just discovered that it's a Japanese guy who <gasps> was um, he was in a prison camp in World War II in America. Okay. So he was or an immigrant to America, mm. lived in Japan. His mm-hmm. name is... Uh, Matsumura. Matsumura. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was a Japanese. Well, he was actually American citizen by that point. I think like he immigrated to to America, um, but 
because of the like the war thing, they just like rounded everyone up and put them in these camps, right? Yeah. So it was pretty good for them actually. So whilst in that camp, they went for a walk up a mountain, right? Just like all the, the inmates and stuff. Like they had a fair bit of freedom. Mm. Um, anyway, the hike continued. They were gonna the rest of the hike continued on. They were gonna go down to the valley and catch some fish in a in a lake. Fish is nice. This good guy, fish. Matsumura, said, I'm gonna stay here and paint because he was a painter. So he's like, I'm gonna stay on the top of the mountain and paint the valley. Oh wow. Um, stayed. There was a freak snowstorm in the middle of summer. Uh, and then he froze to death. Freak snowstorm in the middle of summer. Yeah, in 1946. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so just after World War Two. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That's so sad. Yet it's a bit of a landmark at the yeah, same it's time. Yeah, a, a bit poignant, I guess. Like mm. this, this lone painter staying behind on a mountain who just perished on top of a mountain. Yeah, and they just found his skeleton. Pretty cool, hey. Pretty cool. Yeah, but um, they 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 didn't find the obviously. I mean, it's been 50 years, so they didn't find the like the actual painting that he had done or anything like that. Probably just perished. A, just a skeleton. Probably. Or someone took it and went, oh, this is worth quite a bit now since the guy's dead. I imagine it would be, but <laughs> I, I'm pretty certain that's not what happened. Oh. Yeah. Okay, do you have another one or shall I go on to something a little more depressing as well? You can go on to more depressing if you want. <laughs> what is it with today? <laughs> I don't know. Well... I was reading through it, everything, and um, there's a war on dogs at the moment in Beijing. So, a war on dogs. War on dogs. So the Beijing um, government um, are banning all medium and large dogs. Okay. So this has been around. It's been seen, you know, in, in uh, Wuhan and Hangzhou as well, mm-hmm. um, because large dogs, apparently over 35 centimeters in height, uh, is a bit of a nuisance, especially when it comes to being in parks because they poop, but then it's the owners technically who don't pick up the poop. Yeah. And so it gets in everyone else's way. Um, and barking is a big issue, noise, pollution, um, and digging up, you know, the gardens, um, and as well as fishing in the lake. Or going fishing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So there's been a lot of complaints. And this is not something that, um, you know, they just decided on. Apparently they had this particular law legislation, whatever you want to call it, from back in, I think it's 2003. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they passed a regulation that, um, and they even have, like, a list of all these dogs that you're not allowed to. They didn't enforce it? They didn't enforce it. Okay. They just say, hey, everyone, uh, you check out this website or, you know, these are the rules. (laughs) Don't have these dogs. Don't have these vicious dogs. I guess that's, like that's all you can do. Like you're mm. not going to go enforce. Yeah. Put down or. But the thing, but the thing is, okay. So obviously, it excludes guide dogs. So if you need a guide dog, okay, then yeah. that's totally fine. So you need a chihuahua. <laughs> Chihuahuas fine. <laughs> I'm sure they can lead people around, right? Chihuahuas. They're smart enough. Pretty arrogant dogs. I think they, the, the reason they use like golden retrievers and stuff is mm. temperate. Ah. Tem- temperament. Temper the temperament. Temperament. Ever. A nice. Good Tem- yeah, yeah. Like they're, they're capable of doing it. Yeah. But one of the dogs that's on that 24 list, which they consider as being vicious as well as large, is the Afghan hound. But I don't know if you know what an Afghan yeah, hound looks like. Enough. They're like the, apparently the world's dumbest dog, but the most elegant. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm like, sure. what? They're not vicious then. They don't need to be you know, I guess put it's down. the large thing. I mean, I can understand that. Like, it's, mm. Beijing is a very metropolitan city. Yeah. Like, it's just like the concrete jungle, but it is just cement for days and days and days on end. Did you ever hear that song, Concrete Jungle? Which one? Uh, it's a parody that they've done off um, Alicia Keys and Jay-Z's. No, uh, uh, new The New York one. Um uh, no. Yeah, is it? I'll show it to you one day. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. concrete jungle where dreams are made of. There's nothing you can't do. That was beautiful. I'm on my own now. That was really beautiful. Yeah, no, I can't help you. Um, okay. Okay. Four, yeah, four so 
the other sad, really sad part is um, now that pet owners are given a three-day notice, and if they don't, uh, they come and nab your dog, and these P authorities will actually kill the dog themselves. It's terrible. Yep. Uh, or within the three days, you can take your dog to a vet and have it put down in a, you know, euthanized, so in a yep. more... Uh, uh, what's that word? Acceptable way. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, apparently on Weibo reports, owners who don't have the money or can't get an appointment have been doing it themselves. They're, so they're literally practicing Game of Thrones style, which is suffocating and killing their own beloved pets. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Not good. Sorry. This was this was a sad one, but I had but to report sad. this. But I mean, yeah. I think having a dog in a big city like that is sort of unfair anyway. Yeah, especially in a small apartment having oh, a dog. Oh, this is wrong. Yeah. You know. <sighs> anyway, so everyone, if you're in Beijing or in any of the Chinese cities, please get a dog that's smaller than 35 centimeters. <laughs> it's like a, it's like At their you, maturity. It's like when you go fishing and you catch a fish, it's like, oh, it's too small or too big. You have to throw it back in the water. Yeah. It's like, what do you do if your dog grows over 35 centimeters? Do your research beforehand, make sure it's over, under it's 35. Tail back over. <laughs> is, that, is it height or length that they're measuring? I think it's height. So maybe when the dog's like standing up. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Okay. I'm sure there's something you can do. Yeah. Okay. Happy one, please. Uh, happy one. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's slightly back to Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, they set the record. Well, it's not really the record. The record was set a few years ago, but there was another massive tuna sale. So in Tokyo, oh, they have oh, like tuna. The, the tuna markets or the, the sea fish markets. Mm. So every night they go fishing and then they come back. And in the morning at like 5 a.m., you can actually go to this. Um, I went when I was in Tokyo. It was yeah. really, really cool to see. Um, but they auction off the fish like every morning. That's and pretty so, cool. So like if you're, if you're a restaurant owner... Anywhere in Japan, yeah. you you are in that fish market in Tokyo every morning at 5 a.m. Mm. to get the best fish and, and they auction off the tunas. So you buy the best fish, you take it back to your sushi restaurant yeah. and then you cut up that fish. Yeah. Um, I assume they use high-speed trains to get back on the train and go to their restaurant or something like that. Anyway, huge industry, um, but there's a guy who uh, he's like called the big boss mm. um, and also he's called like the, the tuna king. Um, he spent 2.6 million U.S., on a tuna last week. How much again? 2.6 million, you know, like US dollars. It better be a really big tuna. It's the size of a whale. 276 kilos. Oh, that's... That's a big tuna. Wow. That's... So your average man, let's say, is about 80 kilos. Sure. So, so that's maybe like four, three or three four them. of them. Wow. That's yep. a lot of fish. That's a lot of fish, yeah. Um, anyway, so he, he his quote was, <clears throat> <clears throat> yes, this is expensive, isn't it? Mm. When asked, uh, you know, that, that was his entire quote. So uh, good on him for spending that. He previously set uh, set the record um, for buying one for like $4 million, But anyway, that was a few months ago. Now, it's people like him who are raising the price of seafood for us. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's the quality of the fish. Fish right? as well, like this, yeah. I think this guy owns like the best restaurant. And he only wants the best. And there'll be probably you know, a lot of expensive uh, tastes in that yeah, particular restaurant. Yeah, I assume so. I mean, that'd be a lot of... That'd be a, that'd do a lot of sushi. Because mm. yeah. well, your standard sushi would be what, like, fifty grams or something like that. Possibly, yeah. yeah. That's like a lot of those. Yeah, and the best part would be you know cut really yeah. well. Yeah. Mm. That's like yeah. Anyway. Yum. Cool. Well, I'm gonna go for another sort of like depressing but empowering women. Uh, <laughs> another empowering women story. Good. Over in India. Um, 
as we a lot of people may have known in um 2012 in india there was like a huge gang rape um so six people were charged um in a brutal attack in a city bus where this uh student indian student with her male friend um so she was sexually you know uh assaulted yep. and then there was a metal rod that beat uh, they beat her up and then they beat the guy up and then dumped the guy's body on the side of the road. Charming. Yeah, very charming. Um, and so the Indian government, I suppose, didn't know exactly what to do. Um, but only recently they've announced, so I don't know when we release release this or not, yeah. but um, these four have been have they have been issued an execution date on 22nd of January. Wow. Yeah. So... I think it's good because um, it's been going on for like eight years and the parents and the whole country, I suppose, might be a little bit distraught because sure. in India in particular, um, there's a lot of rape incidents. So I got some stats and it seems like every a woman is raped in India um, every 20 minutes. Wow. Yeah. So I did some math. If you put that into one hour, that's three. One day, 72 girls are being raped. In one, oh, one day, yeah. yeah. One week, 504. And then in one year, that's over 26,000 girls. I yeah. mean, that's incredible. <laughs> so, you know, it clearly happens quite a bit over there. And, you know, something needs to be addressed. And um, there were some other um, assaults as well where people actually started taking things into their own hands. Um, so... So I think this actually has fueled um, the the New Delhi incident um, yeah. to this particular decision, which I think you know is going to help the the Indian ladies. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. I mean, yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's a terrible thing to do. Be safer. But, yeah. yeah. So if you're ever traveling in an Uber in India, they actually have a panic button on it. So you know, so that's also to okay, yeah. yeah for yeah. the safety of uh, any travelers over there it as makes well. Makes sense because I know yeah. even in Australia, there's been incidents with taxi drivers. Yeah. I mean, I think now that Uber's a thing, um, Uber's a lot better about it. Mm. Um, but this still happens. But I think the yeah. taxis in Australia. Are, I don't want to say notorious, but mm. I haven't had the best image, you know, for a long time. Mm. Exactly. So, in a way, you know, this is a sad story, but it's it's progressed to a point where you know the parents um, and anyone who's close to the to the girl and the guy who who got um, you know uh, assaulted and been to death. Um, I think it's 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 a good thing. It's a good thing. Cool. Mm, seeing the progress. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have one more. Is it's it happy or sad? It's it's. <laughs> It's another Japanese one. Okay. Uh, Japan's go. just been been all over the news. Um, <laughs> the Olympics is coming up this year. Oh, 2020. That's right. 2020. Mm. Um, and obviously, all the athletes that come to the Olympics have to have somewhere to stay, right? So usually. Oh, you'd think. Well, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> yeah. But, but it's it's a lot more people, and consider that a lot of people travel mm. there just for to see the Olympics. So mm. you know, they usually build an Olympic village. I know mm. they built one in Sydney when the Olympics were here in 2000, 20 years. Every ago. country builds a. They build Olympic a. Village. So the Olympic village in. Tokyo, however, they're not building it for the um, an Olympic village for the athletes. They're reusing mm. a building, um, and the beds that they're using because they need a lot of beds, right? Yeah. So many people um, are made out of cardboard. Oh, you kidding? Yeah. Me. So they're re- so the mattress is made out of cardboard the, the as well. The mattress isn't made okay. out of cardboard. The mattress is something else. But the actual frame of the bed is yeah. just cardboard. Well, wow, recycling, it's completely good. Completely recyclable. Anyway, um, so some of the athletes, there was, there was a few famous athletes who who mentioned that uh, the beds wouldn't stand up to 
being used. Okay. Uh, it's, it's, it's not a very well-known fact, but it's like a fact that uh, they give out free condoms at all of the uh, Olympic villages. <laughs> it's, uh, I know it was an issue when it was in Australia in 2000. And anyway, so th- 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 that's just a thing that I think is not a lot of people think about that happens at, at the Olympics. And, uh, yeah, so the, the like Japan Olympics committee came out and said, we've tested it. <laughs> the beds will be fine as long as you stick to two people. scenario you can always move the mattress onto the floor right i just i just like that they're like no we thought of and of course it's i mean it's japan like of course they, everything's tested of yeah. course they tested they're like yep that's fine stand up to two people <laughs> well i'm glad that they, they did the uh, testing yeah it would have been can you imagine on on the news it would have been a great <laughs> even more interesting story athletes crack bread not bed. bread bed great anyway cool well yeah, that's, that's all it. I have. Yeah, good. So much happening in Asia. So much happening. I mean, yeah, amazing things. Women getting empowered, which is a you know, a cause that I support. Yeah. yeah. And lots of uh, wonderful updates about your your bromance. I'm yeah. running out of things. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm running out, and then like we go to like get content for a new episode, and always something new has happened. Do you know what they're probably saying? Look, Liam's about to go they on probably, air. I hope uh, they are. But no, that's if that was true, then they would have fixed the. No, 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 no. They, they want you to report about other things because oh, once you get what you need... Then I'll stop. Then yeah. you'll stop. And That's probably like, true. Yeah, maybe yeah. I am being played here. They're slowly, slowly feeding you, you yeah. know? Like trip, 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 trip fed, yeah. Trip, yeah, trip feed. Anyway. Lovely talking to you. Yeah, always good. Yeah. And yeah. back right out. Thanks. <laughs> Ciao. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For the latest updates and posts, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you love it as much as Captain Bagrat and I do, uh, please support us on Patreon, where we hope that our dream of having our own TV show will become a reality one day. So then we can continue to fight boring news on everything, anything, and nothing with an Asian twist. Thanks for your support. Bagrat out. Solid. <laughs>